Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. Today I have with me Lauren Nelson, the author of She Rose. And let me tell you, when I first saw her bio and information out there over the internet, I knew she had something important to pass on to my audience, particularly you moms and you daughters out there. I knew that she had something special to share with you because many of us have heard of the remarkable men in scripture, but lesser known are the dynamic women who trusted God and did astonishing, courageous things whenever they chose faith over fear. So without further ado, here's Lauren Nelson. <laughs> Lauren, we're so glad to have you as our guest here today. Uh, I've been excited for quite a while to have you on and hear from you because I'm a dad and I have a daughter. And I want her to know these things. I want her to take it to heart that she could go to God's word. And there are five examples in there of women who've chosen faith over fear so that when fear is entreating on her life, she can, through God's awesome power, push back on that because she can see examples of other women that God has used. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Lauren. I would love to. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm honored to be here. Um, so. My name, like like Stan said, it is, uh, is Lauren Nelson, and I have two kids. I have a son who is nine and a daughter who is 13, and I am married to a pastor. We pastor a church together here in Washington State, and really? I wrote a book. Yeah, yes, I, I am. And so, and we, we do that together, and it's awesome. Um, uh, and I wrote a book called Sheroes of the Bible. It's a children's book about the women heroes. Well, moms and dads, uh, you know, this is awesome to have this opportunity because I'm a Royal Ranger leader and a lot, I have to admit, a lot of times the, the stories that I'm telling are mostly involve men. Right. All right. But then I get off speaking to boys. So tell me how uh, you and your life, a little bit about yourself and how you've used faith to overcome fear. Yeah, so I feel like that has really been a huge key in my life, um, overcoming fear with faith. And that's why I'm so drawn to these incredible women in the Bible, which I'll share more about in a little bit. But for me, I um, grew up in a Christian home uh, where my dad, we were raised Lutheran, and my dad you know, taught me all these awesome stories about um, people from the Bible. We would read these children's stories every night um, about the characters, the different people in the Bible, but they were real people. And the way that my dad presented to them was that they were ordinary people like you and me. And that's the thing that just made them so dynamic, ordinary people that trusted God. So that was my foundation um, from the time that I was young. And 
my immediate family life was great, super um, good relationship with my parents. But then, you know, I went when I would travel to visit extended family members, um, my sister and I, I have a twin sister. We were we were abused um, by mm. an extended family member. Um, I'm and so sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. It was it was a really really difficult time, and it was pretty traumatic um, in the way that it happened. And so, you know, we would be taken out of our rooms in the middle of the night when my parents were sleeping. They just had no idea, and so it was just a very scary thing. And so for me, that was the the entrance for fear in my life. Mm. Um, and like a lot of kids that experience trauma, um, I repressed those memories until I was in junior high. And so did my sister. And once we were in junior high, we actually saw another family member who triggered us to begin our memories coming back. And so the fear came back just like torrential waters. I mean, it was just a huge floodgate of fear for me. Um, we told our parents what happened and, and, uh, what we remembered and they got us involved in counseling and we were able to kind of process, but my sister handled things very different. She was very open and processed openly. I did not. I, you know, really became very angry. I kept all my thoughts inside. I was terrified. Um, so just a lot of shame, a lot of fear and a lot of anger. Those were my main things that I was dealing with, but one thing that was very real to me and that I, the, the only person that I let into my heart was Jesus because he had mm -hmm. revealed himself to me from the time that I was little. So I had experienced this hard thing as a child, but then Jesus is also coming to me in my dreams and he's telling me that he loves me and that he's chosen me. And, and I remember reading, uh, even when I could barely read, I remember reading this hymnal at my house and experiencing the Lord's love through this hymn. And I was crying and I remember not understanding why I was crying, but it was my, really my first experience well, with the Holy Spirit. Who you are. Yes. He told you who you are. And that you were loved, that you're his. Yes. And he's there for you. Yes. And he was working to overcome what the enemy had done. The enemy got a little foothold there. Well, That's more right. than a little foothold. A big old foothold. <laughs> but but he was just loving you through your dreams. Yes. I, I love that. Yes. And even through simple things like my parents would read me the Chronicles of Narnia. So parents out there, when you're reading things to your kids, it's making an impact. My parents would read me the Chronicles mm -hmm. of Narnia and the author, uh, C.S. Lewis, he just he helped us understand who Jesus was through Aslan. And he was this lion in the story who was fierce and mighty and and um, could overcome the darkest enemy. But then at the same time, he was a loving father figure. And so I really experienced Jesus through those stories. And so that was another way that I got to know him more was understanding his love and his heart. And, and that depiction of him lines up with scripture. So I really encountered him um, at, at, at a young age. And when I went into college, before that, it was a very private, personal relationship. But when I went to college, my relationship with Jesus became public because I went and I heard somebody speak and they shared the full gospel of mm -hmm. how Jesus died for me and that he wanted me to live for him and that my relationship with him wasn't just about take, 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 like, oh, I comfort me. And he loves to do that. He wants to comfort me. But it was also about me surrendering my life to him and trusting him. 
It's having relationship. Relationship back and forth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that, that pastor that preached, he said, I, I'm going to have you not just bow your head and close your eyes and raise your hand to accept Jesus. And he's saying this to the crowd. He said, I want you to stand on your feet and make a public declaration that you are going to follow Jesus. And that's what I did. And I didn't even have to think about it. All of a sudden I'm on my feet and I, I there's light. I just feel like there's light all around me. It was crazy. And I chose to follow Jesus. From that moment forward, my life drastically changed. I got involved with a church who led me through um, praying through all the pain and the hurt that I had gone through as a child. Um, I had more opportunities to experience Jesus telling me that he was with me and that he was um you know, that he loved me for me and that he wanted to remove my shame and he wanted to remove the anger. And so that was, that was some big ways for me to know, like Jesus is real. Like he is worth living for and living to the fullest. And yeah. And so then I, I got married, experienced even greater love, you know, like being fully known and fully loved. Um, I experienced just Jesus is love through my husband and having kids, you know, I have my son and my daughter that just has been an incredible experience too. And, and bringing up stuff. And even, you know, because I experienced childhood trauma, even having kids can bring that up again. And so I want to, I would love to share this because I think that there's a lot of, Oh, please do, please do. Thank you. People that can relate. But when my kids were really little, I was having a, I was going through a really hard time. I was feeling a lot of anxiety. I was feeling depression. And part of that, you know, is from having, you know, kids and the hormone changes, but also when you've experienced trauma and you, and then you have children, it brings that, it can bring that up again. And so I was really struggling. And one night my husband said, Lauren, let's pray. Let's just talk to God. Let's just see if he wants to say anything to our hearts, if he wants to just whisper to our hearts, anything. So we began to pray and we were like, okay, Jesus, what do you want to say? And I was feeling really hopeless. Um, but after a couple of minutes, my husband lifts up his head and he said, Lauren, I hear the Lord calling you an author. And Mm. I was like, are you crazy? Like to me, I laughed out loud because I thought this is the, most craziest thing I've ever heard. I felt like Sarah in the Bible who laughed when <laughs> the Lord told her she was going to have kids at like 90 years old. I, I just felt like I never was a good writer. I was never, I never really loved going to bookstores. I don't like books. I didn't enjoy it very much. And so I thought you got the wrong person, but that's interesting. Um, but my husband said, Lauren, let's just declare that God can do the impossible. And so that's what we did. And I said, okay, with my little mustard seed faith, I said, God, if you want to do that with me, you can do that with me. But I could barely put one foot in front of the other. But okay, Lord, if you want to give me vision for that, you can do it. And a year later is when my daughter asked me the question that sparked my writing, She Rose of the Bible. And so God made that happen. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I know. Open the door. How long have you been married? We have been married for, I oh gosh, I'm so terrible at this. I don't know, 18 years, something like that. My husband, you ask my husband, he always knows. He's like, Lauren, it's, we were married in 2004, whatever that equals. <laughs> you're getting close to 18. You're getting close to 18. Getting close hey, to 18. Because a lot of times it's the, some of the men folk, they, 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 they haven't a clue, but it, if yes. my relationship with my wife, yeah, 
How long have you been married? 26 years. Yo, yo, I boom, I, <laughs> yo, I, I, I spit that out there. But, um, you know, him being there for you, yeah, being a uh, living, breathing example of somebody, you know, Christ commands of us to uh, love your wife you know, more than yourself to love yeah. her as Christ loved the church. So I am happy that mm -hmm. you have that in your life. Me too. Wow. What a way to start off. I want you to know that Lauren Nelson, she talks about sheroes of the Bible, but she is a shero, just an ordinary person who loves God has given her life over to him, has embraced his word as her own, and she just wants to share that joy with others and to let moms and daughters and sisters know that there are sheroes in the Bible, mighty women of faith who love God and that they can see themselves in these ordinary women who acted in extraordinary ways to serve their God. So be back for part two of our three-part interview with Lauren Nelson and check out the podcast description where you'll find a link to her book as well as a link to her website. So until the next episode, I want to challenge you as always parents to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless you.